0: welcome to yet another episode of Deep Conversations Only. Today we have with us Miss Akanksha Parashar who is a trainer at Art of Living Foundation and is also the founder of Mindful Journaling Academy. So apart from my spiritual practices, you guys know that there's one practice that I vouch for so much that is journaling because it has completely transformed my life. It has helped me to build such great self awareness, it has helped me to improve my relationships, it has helped me to identify my limiting patterns, and so much more. And I wanted to bring you an expert on the show so that you guys can start your journaling journey. And if you have already started, you can enhance from this podcast. So, um, welcome, uh, Miss Akanksha. I am so delighted to have you on the show, and I am super excited because I know that I will take a lot of takeaways from this podcast thank you so much for accepting our request
1: thank you silvi thank you so much for having me and i'm so grateful to be having this conversation with you and you know like exploring and talking uh, both about journaling and our spiritual journey i know you for one are also you know uh, um, a lot into you know mindset building and building self-awareness so yeah i'm very excited to have this conversation thank
0: you for having me thank you so much So my first question uh, from you would be that, tell us the story about why you started Mindful Journaling Academy. What made you start a journaling academy, which is such a fun idea. Do you want the longer version or the shorter version? The longer Longer one.
1: Um uh, so I think uh, mindful journaling academy as such uh, the idea it, it happened only last year um, but uh, the longer version is that it's when I started journaling as such so it's about five six years ago I was working at zomato.com a lot of things were happening in my life uh, but uh, I think I um, I started having these questions and these doubts about, you know, where my life is going, what I want to do and I categorically remember, uh, there, there was this friend of mine who was leaving town, he was moving to Germany for his masters and standing there at the airport, I am just wondering, listen, you know, this guy when we met in college, he said that, uh, you know, I want to uh, do my engineering, then I'm going to do my B.Tech, uh, my entrance exams for my uh, M.Tech, then I'll go to Germany, I'll do my master's, then I'll work, you know, for one of the automobile giants in the world. And you know, right, Germany is, is big on automobiles and he was doing his engineering and mechanical. And standing there at the airport that day just made me realize I mean, this guy is my age, he's my friend, he's absolutely so clear about what he wants in his life. He's organized his life to kind of uh, align align his life around the goals that he has and he's just going for it. He said something that he's going to do four years later and he's actually doing it. And uh, I was sad because my friend was leaving town, I was happy for him because he was going to kind of go and work on his goals. But most importantly, I was really miserable, you know, suddenly I think the crisis hit me and I'm wondering, listen, he knows, everybody else knows what they want to do in their life, they are super clear, they are so self aware and everything is going so well for them and I have no idea, I am the only one who has no clue what she wants in her life and um, you know everything is just so haywire, there is no purpose, there is no direction and you know how typically that mid 20 crisis, identity crisis, I think that's what happened. Uh, Now luckily for me or unluckily for me uh, that was not the only day but the next one year this kept going on and on and on and you know I, I remember spending days and I would cry myself to sleep or sometimes I would just get up and I would not have the energy to move out of my bed and I would just question why am I doing this right like is this making any sense where is this going all of that happened and of course then you have you know certain days when you get promotion or you get praises and you know some office parties happening or some birthdays happening and you forget some things but I think it was kind of ruckling it kept happening. And uh, I think September of 2015 when I finally, I was at this gathering and I met this guy, a not a romantic story, he was a life coach um, and I was like, oh, you know, when you see somebody who's who's like accomplished like that and you know, you get a vibe from some people Yeah, you know, this person can help me. So I just went up to him and I'm like, oh, listen, there's too much going on in my mind and I have no clarity what I want to do. But one thing I know for sure is I want to do something important with my life, something impactful and create value uh, while I'm still here on the planet and uh, then I started blabbering like, uh, you know, 21 or I was 21, 22 back then. So like a 22 year old, I just kept talking, talking, talking and uh, he said, "Abangsha, hold on, I would love for you to share all of this, but why don't you write all of this in an email and send it to me. And I'm like, I'm writing I'm here, like, you know, in front of you. Why would you want me to just write an email and send it to you instead? Like, and I can just like talk about it. He said, no, I really want to pay attention to every single thing that you're sharing with me. And I would really appreciate if you can put this all in an email and send it to me. So I took his advice. I was like, okay, this guy's learned it and everything. So if he's saying something, there might be a reason behind it. So I went back home and I started writing this letter. I took one week. I wrote 7,726 words and you know every day after work I would come I would spend a couple of hours just writing okay what's going on what's in my mind what I'm feeling so last entire one year ever since my friend left for Germany till the time I met him my he still to date is my mentor one of my mentors and you know I wrote everything everything all my fears my insecurities um, my uh, ambitions my dreams my hopes uh, everything I was going through my stresses my botherations my desires I put everything in that email and of course what happened after the email is one part of it but I think while so that was my first encounter with journaling right like just pouring down my thoughts on paper or digitally right first time I journaled was digitally I used to write uh, in, in diaries and journals as a kid because the idea I think was fascinating or uh, you know I would just be like oh something there's in my diary that nobody knows so I think that was fun so I remember in class 7, 8 in even class 10, 11 sometimes I would do, do it but it was not like a proper practice or anything I would just come back and write or you know maybe about my day or something cool that happened at school something like that but I think 2015 was one significant event in my life where I encountered the power of writing And while writing that letter itself, and there's a sentence I often share in my workshops from that letter, I have that letter obviously, I sent it on Gmail. So um, there was a particular line I wrote that, you know, writing this, I'm realizing that how come I have never reflected on any of this? Because this is my life, right? I am pretty much like doing all of this. I'm living this life. I'm being such an actor in this life that I've not stepped back and really see, hey, what's happening here? if I'm upset why am I upset what's causing this upset and you know where I'm where I'm going to take this upset that I'm carrying so I think that that writing session kind of gave me an option to see the story not just from an actor point of view but also from a director point of view you know I kind of just moved out of the box and I saw, oh, said so, okay this is happening I can watch this movie and not just be a part of it right I can play both this. so I think that was a revelation for me and uh, many things happened after that and Journaling, in specific, I kept using it again and again in some way or the other. Sometimes it would just be to vent. Sometimes it would be to you know answer some questions I had. So instead of sitting and wondering what I want to do with my life, I would just say, okay, what do you what do you want to do with my, with, with your life? Culture? I want to do ABC. Okay, why do you want to do ABC? What is what does this really mean? So I would you know I kind of got deep into it, um, and uh, I did a bunch of things. I took up jobs. I did freelancing work. That is like one bit of it but I think, um, so last I was working, the, the last job that I was doing before I started my business or I started the Mindful Journaling Academy was I was working in this um, upcoming online studio, um, offline studio, meditation studio change called my mind house right, so I was creating content for them um, so all the research and what meditations would go because I have meditation experience for the last 8-9 years I was putting that content together and then pandemic happened and they had to let go of me. They didn't have the funds. It's a startup. And I was like, okay, finally, it's time. I better, like, you know, do something of my own now. High time. I've taken too many jobs, switched careers, figured everything out from being a travel anchor to working in corporates and startups and whatnot. And uh, I remember there was a week when I felt extremely miserable. I was like, life is hopeless. Nothing's working out. Everything's just going for a toss. There's no money. There's no stability, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay forget it I just picked up my journal I picked up a pen and I started writing I did some exercises I I actually did a lot of journaling for two three days and three days later I, I was a completely different person I was like okay what happened to all that insecurity that fear that worry that I was experiencing three days later and I think that was a eureka moment for me I was like oh god the only thing that shifted from then to today is that I just wrote down my thoughts and feelings and I questioned myself and I basically used the tool of writing to explore what's going on in my mind and I'm saying okay this is what I want to teach this is extremely powerful and you know if this can and and I realized hey this is not the first time I'm experiencing this transformation right it has happened so many times so many big decisions have taken in my life I just decided to journal whether it was making you know doing a problem solving kind of uh, format okay just write it down understand what the problem is what are my challenges how can i overcome these impediments or whether it's just pouring out my thoughts and feelings my stresses or just figuring out figuring out you know reflecting so i thought oh my god i've played so much with my journal it's it's like i saw this pattern that every time i'm trying to figure out something with my life it has to be figured out you know mentally first And I think the simplest way to do that is through journaling. And I realized, oh God, this is such a powerful tool and such an accessible tool. How come people are not doing this? and then I thought okay let me just get on to it and I thought okay let me put something together I had been doing a lot of online certifications and courses from you know universities across the world online ever since pandemic happened and even before that let's say 2019 2020 all of that was happening and even in that all that I was studying whether it was emotional intelligence science of happiness uh, you know well-being from these universities like UC Berkeley, Yale i have taken some certifications from there I, I realized that again, a lot of things that they're talking about, all these concepts about building a meaningful life, um, they have a pattern where you have to figure out things mentally, right? It's all about a lot about mindset and understanding what values you stand for and everything. And I thought again, all of this has a very underlining theme where, you know, you can use the tool of writing to figure it out. So I thought, oh, I suddenly now everything that was there, I, I thought, you know, I can just write it all up. <laughs> so whether it's you know trying to be positive, okay, write about gratitude. You want to take out your stress, do a free writing, take out your stress through that. Okay, you want to take a decision, you make a pro, pro and con list. You want to set your goals, write down your goals. You want to plan. I was like, this is such a such a powerful thing, and it's just going across themes. So I thought, dude, this is something I really need to work on, and I created my first workshop. So we're we're in what we're in. August right now so I think exactly around this time last year I was working on my first workshop and my first launch was 5th September I did my first workshop so that was quite powerful and yeah that is so I started with one workshop and it took shape and uh, you know I think over couple of thousand people have run done like my uh, free training that I give and uh, about 500 people in the last one year have done my signature mindful journaling workshop which will probably go in a record mode now since I've taken a lot of them live and I feel that to scale up I really want more and more people to do it so I, I'm just working on how to make it more accessible but yeah I think it had such a huge impact on my life and I think in the last one year I've seen how it has immensely impacted so many other people who have taken up these workshops and been a part of the Mindful Journaling Academy so I think one year ago if you would have asked me I was still like okay let let me do this and figure out whether it will work but I think now in 2021 a year later of like really working on this and sharing this with all other people and seeing the impact it has made in their life I feel more confident that uh, this is something that more and more people need to do and yeah so that's that's what it is.
0: This is so powerful Uh, like I resonated with you so much while you were narrating the whole story because personally i feel that it is one of the most powerful like hands down the most powerful um practices that i have personally encountered it has and as you said you know you said just three days later you were a transformed person and that's what i've realized so many times with my journaling experience that you know the blocks that have been holding me back since so long they just get cleared out so easily because you're able to navigate to the root cause from where it is sprouting and then you feel like this is not even something which i would uh, you know i created it is something which i've picked it up from somewhere maybe and this is not mine and you just it is it becomes so easy to let go of you know things that have been holding you back and it also makes you like realize certain things about yourself As you said, it's a it's such a wholesome practice, you can use it for whatever that you want, you can create your goals, you can understand that what you stand for and what are your values and what makes you happy, you can, you know, use it to um, navigate through your stress. So it is just a very, very wholesome practice. And I'm so glad to hear that you've been able to touch so many lives in a positive way and help them to, you know, um, use the power of journaling. Um, to change and transform um, their life as you have done for yourself. So um, then my next question to you would be that how um, what you teach in your academy is different from how normally you know um, even in school as you said we used to journal but it was more like a diary entry or maybe like people don't know when you say what do you have you have to journal people don't know that you know okay how do i go about it right so if you can uh, tell us that what mindful journaling is so um based on everything i've
1: studied based on my years of experience with journaling and obviously i did a lot of research when i decided oh this is something i want to teach properly and professionally um, i figured there was you know there was a pattern which was emerging so i created this system i call mindful journaling in which there are three plus one part to it, yeah. So mindful journaling plus there's mindful planning and an addition to it, which I teach at my academy and we practice it and we we do it. So the first bit is writing to release, something I call writing to release, where I'm talking about everything that you're carrying, any baggage, any stress, any trauma, you pour it out. And then there are certain techniques to do it, right? So that is the first bit where the stress management happens, writing to release. The second is writing to reflect. So, you know how, let's say you want to go to a party or I know we're not going to parties because thanks to pandemic, but let's say if I want to show up to a call, right? So I'll fix myself in a mirror. So I want to look okay. I want to look great, right? We have something called a physical mirror to see if you're looking okay on the outside. But if I ask you, do you have a tool in your life to, you know, check if you're looking, if you're okay on the inside? For most people, the answer is no, right? I think journaling to reflect, you know, writing to reflect is an extremely powerful tool to find that mirror for your insight. To really ask yourself, hey, how are you doing? You know, How are you feeling? How are you going? Uh, you know, how are you navigating through life right now? What's your concern? What are your desires? So all of these questions can become very stressful as long as they're like thoughts in our head. But if you start exploring these questions in a reflective manner, I think it can be extremely powerful, extremely transforming to get this like tangible solid thing which can tell you what's going on inside and not have it as a chaotic cloud in your head right so that is writing to reflect which is the second bit of it and third is writing to rewire so there's a lot of research which has been done in positive psychology where you know we, we talk about um the rewiring of the brain by a repetitive practice in in a certain way. Uh, Now whether it's uh, you know breaking certain mental habits or creating some new ones, uh, breaking things like social comparison, self criticism, uh, you know body image issues, all these things that we carry which bother us, which create stress for us or we want to move to a space where you know, we're more grateful, we're more kind, we're more compassionate, we're more self-compassionate, more self-aware. So bringing this shift is what I call, uh, you know, rewiring your mind, which is the third bit of my writing that I teach, which is writing to rewire. So how can you use writing to break the old patterns and start creating the new ones? And obviously that is, you know, how neurology is based on this, which, which says that we're very capable of creating new patterns, right, neurons which wire together, Uh, fire together, wire together, together. yeah Yeah, so if I'm repeating something again and again and again and again if I'm saying hey okay what's the good in my life, what's the bright side, what am I grateful for so um, that is something uh, which is the third bit of it mindful journaling and the last is mindful planning which is an addition where we talk a lot about you know using journaling to track um, set and track our goals Um, Whether it's on a monthly basis, so we have sessions at our academy where we do monthly goal setting, we do weekly review and daily, literally daily in my academy, we meet every single day for 20 minutes in which we do 15 minutes of journaling and 5 minutes of, uh, you know, goal setting for the next day and seeing, okay, this is what I set, these were my goals for the month. And uh, this week I wanted to do to do this. Okay, to, for tomorrow, what is my to do list? What am I going to achieve? And then I come back the next day and, and I review. Right. So it's a very trying to really build a very consistent consistent practice for journaling because I, right, you know, if, if I tell you okay, you do it by yourself. It's it's hard. It's I don't need to get into that. It's habit building. I think people can just people know we, we all know habit building is not easy so uh, yeah so then that practice of it and doing it consistently uh, and I think journaling again is one practice you need to give it time to really start that uh, really see that transformation although when people come to my five-day workshop which is like the entry point to the academy they're very happy so many of them they feel oh we've got so much you know we don't need your level two program or whatever you know we're so happy and there's so much transformation and I want to go back to my life and implement all of this but the unfortunate fact is mind doesn't work like that, it needs repetition, it, you need to you know constantly give it, you need to feed it, uh, to tame it uh, and you know make it your friend uh,
0: and uh, that's what we do at the Mindful Journaling Academy Yeah! Wow that's so powerful because it is completely holistic like you're taking care of every aspect of one's life and you're hand holding them into you know um actually uh, starting that practice sustaining that practice and actually be able to take the benefits out of the practice so that's amazing like i would want to do that workshop very soon <laughs> because uh, you know um like it's such an organized way of doing things that i'm sure would give so much insights to even somebody who has already been practicing journaling for a while because you know the whole structure mind actually loves structure and organization that's how it really absorbs information at the best so you actually creating modules particularly for you know uh, taking care of one one aspect of it is extremely powerful and that reflects that you have had this experience for you know seven eight years of journaling because of which it is so clear in your mind as to why you know how to go about the practices and how to divide for each one of us so that was amazing um my next question to you would be that you know what has been your latest "Aha" moment or light bulb moment with your own journaling practice? Like one uh, personal favorite realization of yours which you've recently realized?
1: No, there's no one. There are a couple of realizations which I have time and again one of it is that you know there are some days when I let's say although I have a very uh, very very regular journaling routine and because of tea like I have to take the session every single day six days a week so it's hardly that I miss my journaling but then there are still days but I've realized and even if let's say I'm journaling if I'm not addressing certain issues I've seen how the mind gets stuck into certain things which are not verbalized in my journal and when I finally maybe in a few days or maybe a week I don't take it one week to another. I'm like okay Sveika whatever it is I want to just finish it off here before I start the next week. So maybe Sunday or maybe on the weekend if I sit to journal and if there was some unresolved issue that I could not address through the week, and then I journal about it and I write about it and I like to think, think through it and bring a closure to it. I think that always is aha moment for me and I'm like oh god like I wasted three days wondering about this thinking about this and how free I feel right now and you know, physically, physiologically I've felt so many times where you know, I really feel light and like some stress has gone off my head Um, So, I think that is one thing which always, always I just suddenly feel uh, you know like it's like some weight I was carrying and that has been lifted off and you know, being a journaling expert or you know, I'm, I'm teaching journaling despite that for me to have this experience time and again, it just validates and gives me confidence that you know people need to do this and i think the second aha moment again comes a lot when i do writing to rewire of how just a 10 minute writing exercise can just uplift you it's just it's just amazing and i see this with my students when we do certain exercise and you know all sorts of reactions come and almost every day I get one personal message or two people, my personal message from my community that you know they did some exercise on the website and it was great and so many of my students almost every day in class they say oh I had such a bad day or this was happening I was bothered and now I'm feeling so great so happy so confident so positive so clear so I think that uh, which is similar to my experience as well which is like these aha moments kind of keep happening the only thing that is required is that constant commitment to come back to your journal and do it and I think which I think to each its own uh, you need a little bit of time to it's like making it your friend right like I think any practice where you are basically cultivating um, doing something to kind of nurture yourself whether it's any form of like you know like we exercise for our body we meditate for our mind so you know just to stimulate our mind and uh, do the contemplation or the other benefits Uh, you know, whether it's practicing gratitude or just managing your stress or like figuring something out or just setting your goals, planning your days. Um, That also is a practice, right? So like any other practice or habit, I think you have to give it a little bit of time. Uh, And this reminds me of this habit curve, uh, you know, which uh, this author of Atomic Habit talks about that, you know, you have to give it a little time before you hit that point where you start seeing the benefit. Unfortunately, 95% of the population, they kind of give up that habit between it and that's exactly why I created Mindful Journaling Academy as well because I know you need to give it that much time because you will fall out, right? Life will happen. It's not like you're going to do journaling every single I've taught you, hey, this is what journaling is and you're really, really convinced that this is great. You know, there's the G.I. Joe fallacy which says that knowing is not enough, that's only half the job done. You have to take action, you have to do it to really reap the benefits out of it. So, that's what it is and I think, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry I didn't answer one or two aha moments, but I think this just this realization again and again, where it's so liberating to just pour everything out or just see that transformation, I think it's it's extremely powerful.
0: And that keeps happening yeah i've personally realized this that you know whenever i'm not journaling i just don't have the time or i'm like i'm thinking that i'll do it tomorrow or maybe at the night i i know that you know uh my shoulders are tensed i have um you know a little bit of stiffness in the upper thoracic area and i can genuinely feel it and once i pour down everything there's such great relief it almost feels like you know a lot of stuck energy from the body has just you know um Um, has been released and uh, it it is amazing like uh, how much you can understand about yourself and how much you can i personally feel that you know i have a uh, coaching program too in which i help people to you know um, really heal themselves holistically on the body level on the mind level and on the soul level through connecting to their own self and uh, you know time and again i have been telling this to people and they've realized this that when you journal a lot of why uh, a particular disease has happened to you you get answers even for that because you realize that the same pattern that has been happening in your mind is actually getting you know um, physiologically manifested in your body and you realize that okay this is the connection and you know i have to really work on this and it is so powerful that just investing maybe 20 minutes a day you can get so much access to your unconscious mind and you know that can be so 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 powerful so thank you so much for doing this and you know um, actually starting a mindful journaling academy so i know for a fact that it is going to change so many lives on a greater scale as well so um thank you so much for sharing the whole process in detail what you do in your mindful journaling academy my next question to you would be um since you've spoken about gratitude a lot um i want to ask you that how gratitude changes um you know um our life when we cons- consistently practice it and yeah I think there is and I to-
1: tell this to my students often if there is one thing you want to journal about for the rest of your life it has to be gratitude yeah um, gratitude I think it's like the mother of all virtues. so if there is any value you want to build in calculate and work on things uh, gratitude is like it is it has to be there without it things are not going to work out and even if they do they are they're very possible to kind of fall out uh, if there is a lack of gratitude Um, as far as benefit is concerned I have a particular course specifically uh, which is mindful journaling for gratitude mindset in which I really have gone into the depth of first explaining what gratitude is why is it beneficial uh, and I've really touched you know uh, what people think gratitude is what our experience with gratitude is being what our understanding how culture has an impact on how grateful we grow up to become as people Uh, But more importantly i have gotten into the sciences of it. So there is so much research in psychology about gratitude and how it helps. So there is physiological benefit. Actually people have seen physiological differences in their body, you know, better heart rate, decreased anxiety levels, um, better well-being. So physiologically physiologically, there is a lot of benefit if somebody is practicing gratitude psychologically there is definitely a lot of benefit people who regularly experience gratitude there are many many tests which have been done researches which has been which have been conducted where they have tested people who practice practice gratitude for a while and they've seen a spike in their subjective well-being they've seen a uh, spike in you know how happier they're feeling uh, the feeling positive emotion increasing because they are practicing gratitude Then the third uh, benefit that people derive is uh, uh, social, so people who practice gratitude uh, are also more socially connected to other people, so I think that probably is because they tend to you know uh, really appreciate the social connections they have and they are more appreciative of what they are getting out of other people, they are more grateful about it. So, you know, obviously, you're doing something nice for me and, you know, I'm grateful about it. So, I'll say, hey, thanks, this was so awesome and I'm so grateful you did it. And, you know, now, it's basically creating a loop of happiness, gratitude, right? You're like, oh, she's appreciating me and, you know, you'll want to reciprocate that kindness or that appreciation. And then gratitude just puts you into a very upward spiral where you create better social connections. Not only this research shows that people like people who are grateful so yes. if you have you know, two people who are like very similar to each other or you know two set of friends then you know one friend is always complaining and cribbing the weather is not good and my boss is not right and blah 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 versus you have some friend you know oh the weather is not good but that's fine i mean sun, let's just enjoy the ac ac today or you know my boss sucks but never mind i'm with you right now and have, i'm having a good time So, people who generally have a tendency to be grateful and appreciate and savor what's going well um, are likable people. Um, In fact, research also shows that managers and bosses who are grateful and appreciative are liked more and they progress more in their careers. So, benefits of gratitude are intense, insane and they're massive and um, personally, there have been certain low points in my life where I have felt lost and I don't know what the hell to do. I remember this one time I was in Jamshedpur when I was working for Tata Steel and uh, you know I was away from my family for the first time. I've been born and brought up in Delhi. I've always lived with my family. a set of friend circles here and everything and suddenly I was just you know taken out of my world and put one end of the country. And that was a very hard time for me and for a few months I was in such denial and I was like, okay, let me just figure out a way to get out of here, like take another job and whatever. But I remember distinctly when I decided, listen, enough is enough, till the time I quit this job, whether it's in the next month, three months, six months, I need to be okay with the life I'm having here, I need to start enjoying it. And my only answer like from inside was okay I need to start practicing gratitude. Enough of like lack of acceptance, complaining, crippling and you know just staying in regret of oh why did I take this job or you know just keeping even if I was thinking about good times it comes with a sense of remorse it's not there now you know it was there before but it's not that now. So I was like no I'm going to today what is good in my life. No, I'm waking up today what, what is nice today let me appreciate that I'm healthy I'm here I'm, you know and the same job which sounds so irritating it's paying your bills it's giving you some. Well, you took up the job like I took up the job specifically because I needed some money at that point in time and I was like listen I'm able to pay off all those things that I wanted to right so just that I think it's just a mindset shift it's not like life is changing some circumstances are going to remain the same. It's just that when you start practicing gratitude, that shift in the mindset, it, it just it's very, very empowering and powerful. And suddenly you start feeling like, good, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, let me just live it. it it's not so bad. So, um, yeah, I think, and you know, very interesting thing. Um, and I say this often to my students is that you cannot be angry when you're grateful. You cannot be miserable when you're grateful. You cannot be upset when you're grateful. You cannot be jealous when you're grateful. You cannot be insecure when you're grateful. You cannot have self-doubt when you're grateful. So if you can really cultivate a mindset of gratitude and be grateful about everything in your life, you, yourself, your mind, your body, your opportunities, your relationships, you will come to a point where you will start, you, I mean, being anyone, you also start uh, being grateful for your challenges. Because if you look back in your life, the best you've become, all the time your talents and your skills came out, it's when you had challenging times in your life, right? Absolutely. So, I think mindset shift is extremely powerful and yeah, that's why I think if there's one uh, thing that you should journal about, it's write a, start a gratitude journal,
0: yeah this reminds me of two things the first is i always say to people that there's just one way to look at life the correct way and there's no other way and that way is to treat everything as a blessing or a blessing in disguise because it's all about developing that eye about you know what this opportunity is trying to either it's trying to make you learn something or it is making you you know progress in a very uh, positive way right and there's no other way and it also reminds me of one of uh, my favorite quotes from dr Wayne dyer where he says that you know when you change the way you see things the things you see change and that really resonates with me because i personally you know one year back things were very tough for me i felt sick and you know life just just felt like everything is collapsing because i was always this go-getter um you know i um, doing uh, internship after internship doing good at college making uh, new friends meeting new people and i was always this kind of person but then somehow you know in college um, my mental health messed up a little and then post that you know um, this disease happened which was uh, almost uh, you know uh, heartbreaking because it was something which i never expected nobody expects like uh, to get sick so terribly um but that if there's one thing that sh- that really helped me um was um the attitude of gratitude because i don't know how it happened how i became so sane i genuinely don't know it i always feel that it's god's grace that you know sometimes right things come to you to help you through that phase and You know, I realized the same medicine, I was cribbing about my medicines because, you know, um, I was on heavy doses of steroids and they would give you so many side effects. You know, I lost all my hair, um, you know, uh, my skin got really thin. I had so many stretch marks, my face swelled up and I would hardly be able to walk, uh, you know, few steps and things were miserable. But I realized, you know, and I was cribbing for a week now. And then I just suddenly realized that what if I didn't get these medicines then? you know i would have probably not survived and these are the same medicines which have given me my life back so might as well be grateful um, rather than uh, you know crib about uh, the side effects it has and you will not believe in just one week the side effects went away like i stopped giving a damn about the side effects you know i just started living and just started being grateful about having this opportunity to be at my home and to um, really be taken care of and uh, you know pandemic happened so because of which colleges also got closed and uh, previously i was feeling that i'm the only one who's staying at home and everybody's in college and suddenly everybody was at their home and you know that just made me realize that okay things are not that bad you know and over a period of one year the disease that was supposed to be so uh, life-threatening that my doctor told me drop out of college stay at home don't drive don't go here don't go there uh, you know is almost in remission now and if that has been uh possible i think one of the major pillars i would say is gratitude and constantly reflecting back and when you said it just made me realize that i've been you know um letting go of that mindset since few weeks i think and I have to get back on it so thank you for that reminder that yes gratitude is one of the most powerful emotions and as you said that it is the mother of all virtues so if you are not um if you want to be um, compassionate and kind and loving and all of that the first uh, thing that you have to cultivate is gratitude and that was so rightly put by you um so my next question to you would be that how would you like what would what would be your personal uh, favorite tips for somebody who is just beginning out um on the journaling um, journey Yeah, I think I would say something I've already mentioned. i start with two things.
1: Uh, One is just, you know, just block 10 minutes uh, you know, some time in your day when you're relatively free, there's no distraction. So, just 10 minutes with yourself when you just go and you just pour your thoughts, right? Just say whatever is on your mind. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What happened in my day? Just like okay, the idea is to you know, just take a you know, mind dump or a brain dump basically. Just okay, whatever I have in my mind, I want to put this down on paper. So just the exercise of doing that, it uh, scientifically frees up, by the way, your working memory, and it helps you release stress. But you know, research shows verbalizing your experiences uh, when you write about them, a couple of things happen. First, the impact of this experience, the emotional turmoil which is going on because of experiences, that reduces. Um, the second thing is you're able to, you know, um, understand what's happening mentally instead of just being stuck with it. And you're able to process those thoughts. And third, very interestingly, which not a lot of people know, is that it also degrades in your memory. That is why, yeah, that is why when we are writing about things uh, which are stressful for us, um, um, you know, over a period of time, it kind of goes away from our mind, kind of degrades in our memory. And that is why writing becomes so powerful because it's not like stuck there, right? You've just taken out an opportunity to put it out. Um, So, yeah, so one thing, if you're starting out, definitely don't do too much. Uh, Just take out 10 minutes and start putting down anything that you have in your mind. Maybe some days this is something, you know, you're planning. Some days this will be something that irritated you. Some days this will be something, uh, you know, fun that happened and you're feeling so great about it. So just write down about your thoughts and feelings. And something that I always end any journal entry with is take out 2 minutes. Let's say, okay, so 10 minutes you're writing then take 10 plus 2, last 2 minutes. To just write something good that happened in that video. Right? Just bringing your focus to something good, right? I know gratitude. I know we're talking about it so casually, but for a lot of people, when life is going bad and they're miserable and stressed, it's like, listen, you know, a lot of times people tell me, Akanksha, I mean, like gratitude is great, right? But uh, I lost my job, or I'm having my fight a fight with my girlfriend. Do you really expect me to be grateful about any of this, right? So, which I understand, it's human, right? But still on that day, what you can do is, and I call this like a cheaper version of gratitude, This an exercise, I I say three good things, so just list down three good things that happened in that day, right? Um, And that will just at least shift a little bit of your mind to, uh, you know, a more appreciative mode. And, uh, you know, these things, it's not like you're making shit up, right? These things did happen in your day, but it's just you're bringing your focus to the same things. Like you just said, right, Um, that focus is kind of going away and then you suddenly, when you know whatever you focus on basically grows which what basically means is that it's like the same things are going to exist like you said the symptoms went away for you so it's possible that they didn't really go away it's just that because you're not attending to it they were not so exaggerated in your mind right and that's the idea of three good things which is doing the opposite so even if it was just a cup of coffee your mom made for you when you say that okay the good thing that happened in my day-to-day was my mom made me coffee and you know you take a moment to appreciate that and to say that you know I felt good, I felt cared for, I'm grateful that I have my mom um, and she cares for me and we have this connection that without me telling her she knows maybe I need a cup of coffee or tea and she made that for me and isn't that a wonderful thing? So it's just like starting to you know savor and celebrate these little things in life which can make your life I'd say overall very enriching
0: yes and it also reminds me of another quote (laughs) i don't know just everything keeps popping up so um i was attending a lecture by his grace chaitanya Charan, and he was speaking about that in certain situations you cannot be grateful about that situation but you can still be grateful in that situation and that is exactly what you're saying that you know even there are even when there are there's um, there's something which is miserable something which you don't expect something which is not good for for example losing someone or you know um, either to death or either to you know um, a fight or just uh, getting diagnosed with a disease which you which you know um, hampers your ability in some way there is still um, these are hard situations and uh, and it does not mean that you know having a breakup or just having a bad day is not hard it is equally hard because whatever that is whatever that you're thinking is hard in your mind is hard for you and there's no excuse to it that you know um, that this is not even valid like um, everything is valid but the point is that you have to understand that there are still a lot of things that are going right in your life and um, when you just see that I think it eases the process a lot more and I know that it can be tough on a lot of days but you know um, as they say that the tougher the situation gets it's important for you to actually practice all that you've been practicing in the good times so it's it becomes even more important for you to actually stick to your practices and really be able to use that mindset and i always explain this to people that what a mindset is, you know, sometimes we may think we we use this word a lot, but we never understand the science behind the mindset. So, for example, I always say that there are two people living in the same world. Like you will see one person always complaining and cribbing and the other person will always be grateful. But the situations and the people around and the life around is still the same. Both has to uh, wait in traffic for long hours. um, Right. Uh, Both of them have the worst boss in the world and you know they may they might not be happy in their uh family life as well but you will still see that one person will still be able to be grateful and the reason is the way you see things right it is like a lens and eventually when you keep seeing um, good things through that lens you automatically attract good things in your life because that is how you train your mind to see so even if you will uh, face a bad situation like uh, you know a health crisis or something you will still realize that okay um, I'm glad that this happened at this point in my life where a I am financially secured that I am able to take care of myself I have a family which take cares of me and I have the opportunity to change the habits that led me to this point and you know the remaining years of my life will be very healthy because I've got this early alarm this is what you can say to yourself that so there's so much you know um how we just see things the perspective about um you know um the situation changes and you're able to be genuinely grateful eventually not maybe not in the moment at that particular point but eventually you will be able to see that how that tough situation really helped you grow so much so I think gratitude is very very powerful and um, you know if it's becoming hard for you to be grateful I think you should definitely join um, Akansha's workshop because um, I know for a fact that she's so clear you can see guys like she's so clear and I know that a lot of her clarity comes from her journaling practice because she has been able to constantly contemplate and ask the right questions to Um, herself and that is why it becomes so easy to have a mentor because you know they've been through that path which you want to walk on and they will just help you and reduce the time period for you to actually get there where they are today probably because you know what she is doing for her students she has learned over seven years and you are getting it in couple of days or weeks and i think that says a lot about uh, you know having somebody to guide you in the process So I am, I'm like heads up for the workshop because I genuinely want to learn um, everything that you have um, experienced and absorbed over these past years. So uh, my last question would be um, to you that how has it impacted your spiritual life? Like how journaling has helped you in your spiritual path? So I, my first uh, encounter with
1: meditation as such was I think in 2013 when I did my first art of living course. that in itself I think opened a door to another world for me when I did my first meditation um, which was the Sudarshan Kriya. for those of you who don't know it it's very very powerful breathing technique which uh, now has been validated by universities like Stanford and Yale and uh, you know in MIFT and IIT it's, it's become a Uh, across India as well it's become a a credited program, the art of living program Uh, but what's happening here is that when I did that meditation and I was like oh god what just happened to me right suddenly I felt a very different a very peaceful state of mind and like we've been discussing nothing had changed right like life was similar it's just the state of mind really changed and I think that was my encounter with understanding that how you know the quality of your life and this is something I extremely, extremely believe in a very core value that I live by is that uh, you know the quality of your life depends on the state of your mind. Absolutely. So if I if I send you to the best vacation in the world or if you have the best boyfriend or girlfriend or if you have an amazing family and everything is, everything is happening the way you just you want it to be but you know you get a call and you know maybe a friend you know, met with an accident, or maybe you know some other news which is not pleasant. So the situation, even if it's same, the shift in the state of mind is just going to make it very different, right? So then the Hawaii vacation, or the party you are at, or this amazing person you're with, they won't matter because you shift the state of mind shifted, right? So that state of mind, the value of that state of mind, mind I understood when I started meditating, and that was a has been an amazing journey in itself, and like you know so we just mentioned i'm also a trainer with the art of living i teach this technique now so you're most welcome to come and learn um but i think over a period of time what i realized was while i was when i was meditating i would feel great and it definitely gave me a lot of resilience a lot of focus a lot of strength inner strength to you know i've taken so many decisions in my life uh, you know taking jobs leaving jobs starting my business in my relationships i've taken some hard decisions so um uh, All of the strength was coming. However, I was feeling that, you know, sometimes in meditation, but a lot of times besides my meditation practice, there were still things in my mind that I didn't have answers to. So while meditation would help me calm my mind down, I still wanted to use that calm state of mind to figure stuff out which I think was not happening just from my meditation or my spiritual practice so to say. There was a lot of knowledge that I was absorbing, I was taking on but I was like okay like what do I do with this now, right? So I think journaling as a tool it is so I would say it's just so beautifully in sync with my meditation practice because now these unresolved thoughts which were coming and bothering me while when I was meditating or even besides that now suddenly I had the space and outlet to resolve these thoughts which I think a meditation practice alone doesn't do it. So, you know my uh, mentor or teacher uh, Gurudev Sri Sri Ravashankar he he talks a lot about you know at least once a month you should sit and do, uh, you should contemplate right so the Sanskrit word for that is Manan wherein you need to ask yourself who am I, where am I going, what are my priorities, where am I spending my time so I think personally I think contemplation for anyone like that just mentally can be a little difficult And that is exactly why journaling becomes such a cool tool to kind of come in and say hey okay you want to contemplate just pick up a pen and paper and start doing it on paper because i think in in my mind you know research shows there are six at least six thousand thoughts we get every single day any human being there are up to sixty thousand but at least every single person gets six thousand thoughts every single day now to manage these six thousand thoughts is insane right and it's chaotic and it's intangible but the moment you decide to write these thoughts down now they're words on paper and you know you're able to become the director instead of being an actor and now you can decide okay where do I want to navigate the story what's the next scene what's the next move in the story instead of being driven by the story itself right so I think that is where um, I think I feel extremely lucky and blessed that I kind of encountered this beautiful combination of the spiritual path for my meditation with journaling because I think they complement each other so beautifully well and just make it a more uh, wholesome experience and my intention with my journaling students remains that they do the spiritual bit and you know my art of living students, my meditation students, I tell them that you should definitely give journaling a shot so I think the mix of both is what makes my
0: life work, It's, it's it's a unique and a beautiful recipe I think I kind of discovered <laughs> yeah. I would 100% agree to this because yes uh, meditation gives you that calm state of mind meditation does help you to connect yourself to your true self but at the same time mind is a beast in itself that you have to handle right and life happens to all of us once we are out of that meditation it's always you know um, it's easier on some days to carry that meditation throughout the day but on most days at least for me it's tough and you know um i just uh, the whole journaling experience i think helps you to be- befriend your mind rather than you know the mind dominating you and making it uh, making you a slave of it and as you said that you know whenever you journal it the memory of it fades away and i think that happens because you're addressing it otherwise it keeps repeating um in your mind and the neurons are just you know um they are getting deeper and deeper and it becomes your uh, default state of mind without you having to do anything right and just when you address it on paper and you let go of it the mind no more has to uh, you know no more no more has that food to chew on and at least that one bit of it has uh, gone away and i think that helps a lot um so um yes absolutely 100 journaling is one of the most powerful tools that you can incorporate in your life and uh, uh, just a last question that if you have anything to say to the audience um regarding uh, you know journaling or just your personal bit whatever that you feel like
1: yeah i think uh, you know there's this reel that i made recently and i think that is something i would leave I want to leave everybody with it's you know we we all actually at the end of the day if you look at all your desires in your life whether it's a job you want or you want to be with someone or you want to travel at the end of the day i think everybody is looking for two things uh, first is happiness and second is freedom right if you if you really think about anything that you want in your life why do you want it? Ultimately, either it's giving you some kind of freedom, some kind of relief, or it is giving you happiness, right? Yes. Um, and I think that if you try to, you know, pursue happiness uh, or a peace of mind or that freedom through, you know, things achieving things in life, I think we'll be constantly postponing this experience of just being at peace with ourselves and happiness. Instead, my proposal and what I invite you to do is that, you know, learn to handle your mind. Um, it's as simple as that. Uh, it, it is not like, uh, you know, things are going to be very different suddenly. Some, one day if you feel oh everything will be fine. Maybe when I get this job, my life will be sorted or when I marry this person, you know, I'll be happy. Still life will happen, some new circumstances will show up but I think in middle of all of that, if you can cultivate uh, ways to handle your mind, uh, befriend your mind like be so beautifully put I think that will really help you navigate through life in a more peaceful and happier way and I think that is my aim with whatever I do, I just want to help people learn how to handle their mind so that they can build a life which is stress-free, stress-free, uh, so that I can help you build a life, you know, which is stress-free, uh, happier and more fulfilled and
0: full full of meaning as such. So yeah, that's that's my last message to you thank you so much this was so powerful also i just want to say that um you guys should follow um akansha because her page is so full of positivity and just the way she presents everything it becomes so entertaining for you um and it doesn't feel preachy at all Um, Because I personally feel that I tend to go a little preachy uh, sometimes but you know I take inspiration from her um, and I just um, keep admiring her skills to present everything in a way where it feels like everything is very relatable and uh, everything is very inspiring on her page something which will definitely help you to take action because that is the purpose all that we want you to do from this podcast is to actually take a notebook and a pen and start journaling and there's no secret to it you know maybe at the start you might not feel that you have anything to write because you feel like my mind is blank suddenly and i don't want to write anything but just stick through the process just sit and just uh, you know if even if you don't feel like writing just start doodling something will come up I'm sure and you know then the the process will become so easy for you that you will not be able to leave it um, I personally know that you know um, I just there are days when I want to address a lot of things and I just can't you know get rid of my journaling it feels like i want to journal the whole day and figure this thing out so um you know um just get started and i just hope uh, that this podcast gave you enough inspiration and um to um, actually start your practice and if you do want um somebody to guide you which i absolutely recommend because i personally feel that mentors are powerful having someone to guide you through the process is important you will save seven years of trial and error just imagine that's huge because you know sometimes we, we are in this mode that oh i can do this by myself right um yes sure you can do this uh, by yourself because there are people who have done it by themselves but the point is if you don't want to you know um take the amount of time that they did it in And if you want to really reduce the time, I think having a mentor is extremely, extremely important. So if you would like to um, get into Mindful Journaling Academy, I will leave uh, leave the uh, link of her academy in the description box. Also also her Instagram handle. So please don't forget to check that out. And you can always talk to um, Akansha. She is very, very approachable. And I'm sure that she is going to help you in amazing ways. So thank you so much for, uh, you know, um, being there on the show, sharing your wisdom so openly and inspiring people because I'm sure I've learned so much. I will go through this podcast again while I'll be editing and I will be making notes because there's so much goodness that you've spoken on the podcast. So many valuable things that just reaffirms my faith in the process of journaling, not just uh, in a feel-good way, but also very scientifically and very research- uh, backed up right so thank you so much it was a pleasure and a delight to have you on the show thank you thank you so much thank you so much Subhi, for having me if you're such
1: a wonderful host i didn't feel like i'm on a podcast I was just like sitting and talking to a friend and uh, you have such a positive uh, and uh, you know very welcoming energy to you And I wish you all the best with this podcast. Thank you everybody who's listening in. I think you really enjoy Surabhi, that's why you're here and yeah, I'd love for more and more people to, you know, uh, listen to uh, you and, uh, you know, get benefit from the awesome work that you're doing. And I'm so grateful that uh, I got the chance to be here with you. Thank you so
0: much for having me. Thank you so much.